Now, we all know that Martin can metabolise a pint in five minutes, but I bet even he wouldn't turn his nose up at getting free beer delivered to his door. Yes, our friends at Beer 52 are offering our listeners a free case of eight unique craft beers. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF and cover the postage of $5.95. Beer 52 is the world's largest beer club. Even Big Mandy is welcome, but not Colin. He's an utter bozo. Each month, members are sent a crate of beer with different themes. Don't like dark beer? Then choose the light option. Comes with a magazine and two snacks, BLT and crumpets not included. Don't be a cockwomble. Just go to www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF to get this amazing offer. That's www.beer52.com forward slash WTAF. The following podcast contains strong language, like what the actual fuck. Hi, I'm Slugs. You're listening to What the Actual Fuck. Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. <laughs> Daft cow. This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck. Hey, what the actual fuckers, and welcome to our brand new series, This Country Top Trumps. Each week, myself, Neil, and the guest will discuss one character from the village. We'll work out their backstory from childhood, family, and maybe even secrets that they've hidden far from view. Then we will give out our Top Trump scores for each of the categories on the Top Trump's cards and the reasons for them. After that, it will be up to you to send on your scores. We'll add them up, get an average, and that will be the official score for the characters' cards. Got it? Good. Joining me this week, as always, is Neil. Hello, Pav. How are you doing? <laughs> all right, sir. How are you? I'm all right. You know what? It's a weight off my chest. I haven't got to think up any more of those. First, he's the man who, <laughs> because I was really scraping the bottom of the barrel you with some of those. last time. <laughs> I I really and joining us for our very first episode, for the pilot episode of this, is, uh, is well, he's a man and a legend in the This Country world. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the admin of the This Country Dump Gang Facebook page, the one and only Ross Carpenter. Hello, Ross. Hi. Hello, Neil. Hello, Pat. Hello, hello Ross. It's so nice to see you. And you. How nice. are you doing? First in 2021. I know. Thanks. Too bad. Good, good. Join. Now, you got to choose the character that we're going to do first. Um, mm. And it is the man, the legend, Slugs. Slugs. It's Slugs, yep. Right. Now, we've got five different ca- categories on the card. We've got Got Range, Peeper, Random Acts of Kindness, Cockwomble, Having a Laugh. Now, we've all worked out our own scores uh, out of 100, and we're going to be going through each of those categories uh, very soon. But first, what I wanted to do, I want us to delve in what we think Slugs's childhood was like. Now, we, we get a few little clues during the show's, um, but just as a quick go round first, a couple of sentences on what you think 
uh, Slug was like growing up, what his childhood was like. We'll start with you, Ross. Well, I reckon he was um, probably. I can't. I can't really pin pin it on whether he was popular at school or the opposite. Uh, unpopular, if you will. Um, I think. <laughs> I think. Um, I think he probably is someone who collected stuff like pogs, football stickers, um, and that can in itself bring you a little bit of popularity. But I reckon probably overly, probably too far in the unpopular swing, I reckon. Right, okay. Neil? Right, so I think he was always part of the gang, but always on the outskirts of the gang. Do you know what I mean? He was the he was the guy that's always there, but never popular, which we get to learn on episode one. Um, you know, people sort of knew him and want him around, but don't, if you know what I mean. Um, he would have always had his uh, puffer jacket, I think right from an early age really at primary school he'd have had you know his mittens coming through each end of his puffer jacket um do you think his parents bought him just that one puffer jacket and he had to like grow into it no i think he's had a whole slew of puffer jackets i think he's got i mean yeah all through you know he'd have what do we say he was born early 90s late 80s maybe so he's had puffer mid to late 80s i thought yeah Mm. so puffer jackets all the way through even if they were fashionable or not, that's always been him. He's yeah, a puffer jacket man. I can never see him without one. I don't think he would have ever not been one. I think he's a local. We've we've talked about this. Whether he's somebody that's been in the village since birth, and I think he will have been. Um, right, right. I I genuinely do. I think because you know they speak about him, and you know he's part of the the clique. So I think he's been there a long time. So where do you, I mean, he mentioned that his mum used to put salt in his drip yeah. when, he, when he was little. So I, I had the feeling that he was maybe like a really sickly child and never really went to school. Well, I think he would have gone to school, but yeah, he was definitely a sickly child. They've made no qualms about that. They've said that, haven't they? So, you know, recovering from this or whatever and however long. Yeah, you don't have a bucket list at that age. No, <laughs> that's true. Without, without certain things going wrong, yeah, that's true. So, so what about we in the in the actual show? Did they ever? Did we? We didn't ever saw or heard mention of his parents, apart from finding out that his mum used to put salt in his drip. So, think, are, are we under yeah. the impression that he lives alone? I don't think he does. I because you wouldn't get a house like where Kerry turns up to that. I assume that's his house, isn't it? Cause it's definitely not Kaylee's. No. Um, so he wouldn't get a house like that at his age with massive that. garden. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon I... he'd probably live with his parents. Yeah. They probably don't like him very much. <laughs> and we just don't see, we just don't see his parents. No. See, now I got, I got a funny feeling that, that, that this is where we end up going a little bit weird, that he is a, um, a gamer. And he's like one of these ultra gamers that makes like hundreds of thousands of pounds. And that's how that's his house. And his mum and dad have long gone and he lives in that house on his own. And it's because he plays his PS4 or his PS3 and he, he plays it online and he's an absolute demon. And he makes makes thousands of pounds. Do you think so? Because if he was worth loads of money, when he asked people to go for the um, laser quest. Yeah. And asked for the money, he wouldn't be so worried about the uh, money, yeah. would he? Nobody, nobody else knows. He he's got to keep this pretense up. Do you, do you honestly? Think <laughs> that I mean, he was he was scrabbling around for that little tiny shop 
a uh, little card, sorry, for Kaylee for the date. I reckon he's gone lavish if he had money. It's all part of the pretense. I mean, look at that shirt he was wearing. I mean, that was lavish. That shirt with like the, the, the boats and that on it. I mean, you know, that that's PS4 money, I reckon. What and also the costume when he went to Greece night. That's a good costume, wasn't it? That was probably actually John Travolta's real hair that he had on his head. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Cause he yeah. don't have any hair anymore, John Travolta. He doesn't he's given he's gone away with all the wigs now. He doesn't what a shame. I thought he was going to stay like Liberace. No. Yeah, I thought I thought he might have had one of a, a couple of types of jobs. Um, like, I thought he might be someone who works in a cinema clearing the screens out between films. That's a perfect job for him, yeah. Uh, or working on a carnival or something like that. Something that comes into town <laughs> carnival twice a year. <laughs> <laughs> he just waits for those three days when the carnival's in time. That's when he yeah. works. And then he doesn't work for the rest of the year. <laughs> but I do think, though, that he's one of these people that wouldn't hold down a job. He comes across like that. He's too... Probably his ill health would be against him. And also, he comes across as lazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, the amount of time he took to come out and receive the PlayStation from Kerry. And then he went back in, and then it took an, an age for him to come back to the door. I think it was very lethargic. But that yeah. was because he was on Twitch. He was probably. he was he was twitching to all of his gamers, his millions of fans. Yeah, Twitching. probably friends with Limmy or someone. Yeah. Who? <laughs> Who's Limmy? Lead singer of Motorhead. Limmy, Limmy, the Scottish comedian, he does uh, a sketch show and uh, and he's on Twitch all the time. Oh, is he? Uh, it must be something for you youngsters because I don't know who Limmy is. There you go. Do you know Limmy is there? BBC One comedy as well. Oh, really? Yeah, edgy, 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 mm. edgy, and Limmy. That's, yeah, that's you two and Moorhead. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. I'm sorry, Pav. I can't get my head into him having money. I just, I don't know for what reason. I just, no, I can't see him being. I'm just going by the fact that we never see his parents. Like, we don't even see, like, his grandparents that he may be living with his grandparents. But then his 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 dad, I mean, if you go to his dad, his dad might be one of these people. I don't want to, well, I am going to stereotype, but you know, the, the sort of Onslow. Do you remember, remember Onslow? Big appearances. Yeah. It, that that would be his dad to me. It would never go out. Bit yeah. like, um, you know, the uh, royal family, Jim. Right. Just never goes out, sits in front of the telly all day, barks orders at everybody else, and is probably, I mean, not that I'm one to talk, severely overweight and doesn't move. Whereas mum stays in and does the garden probably out the back to keep out of his way and just cooks the food, and that's it. That's all they do. Yeah, I, I think similarly. I think you probably just he's out of the house as much as he can be. Yeah, gets back from school, and he's out again within a few minutes. Comes back for dinner, back out. Yeah, I, and you know, no you friend, say, if, 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 if he's got nobody to meet up with, he might have a mooch around to see if anybody's about. But he's one of these sort of kids that would go straight to their bedroom and shut the door. Yeah, I reckon he play. I, I do reckon he's a gamer. Definitely. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Probably huge into Minecraft or whatever. Ah, uh, see, I got no idea. That's the thing with the blocks, isn't it? Minecraft. That's it. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll sign you up to that one. <laughs> Thanks for keeping me in touch with that, then, because I had no idea. Right, we're going to go. Let's go through the um, 
we'll we'll discuss the categories now. So got range. Um in basically how good you think he's gonna be in a fight and how uh how he handles himself, I think is basically the way we're gonna do it. And we're gonna start with you, Ross. What score did you give him out of a hundred for this? Um twenty six. 26. I don't know why it's so specific. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> fine. Any arbitrary number is fine. <laughs> I mean, as long as you can back those numbers up, that's fine. Um, Ross, exactly, exactly. Neil, what's your score? Weirdly, it was 25. Oh, I say. And I've gone for 15. Um, you I mean, can't see him any good at a fight, can you? What with his ill health? I mean, he was struggling in the gym, his makeshift gym in the back garden, wasn't he? Huffing and puffing and blowing around. Yeah, he was, yeah. So, yeah. you know, his, his ill health would have been against him all through school, plus his nerdism and his inability to probably move very quick. Yeah, I, I was, mean, go, on, go, on, no, go on, Ross. I think if he ran at you, he's got some weight behind him. That yeah. I think he'd be shagged out before he got to you, though. Yeah. I think no, he only, could be one the, of those who get on the ball behind your legs so you can push get pushed over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. But the only reason I put 25 is I think he'd be a dab hand at having a good go at a younger kid. Do you Again, know what I mean? Yeah. Forearm smash. Yeah, just like, you know, there's that 10-year-old taking the piss out of him. Boof. Yeah, I, him I, a... I, I don't think he's even got that in him. When um, when Curtin slaps the drink out of his hand, there's no fight back in that at all. I know that he's a beaten man anyway because he's... He's, you know, he's he's heartbroken about Kaylee, but there's not even a like, ah, oh, f- what you fucking do that for? There was nothing. He was like, he just walked off and let everybody laugh. Man, and, yeah, but you'd think there'd be some kind of fight back, or even just just some kind of reaction. But there was no reaction. It just he just walked on. So possibly then even lower. If he's not going to make it across the road to hit somebody, doesn't react, then maybe 15's too high. Maybe. Maybe we're all aiming to uh... <laughs> Poor slugs. Poor and he waddles. Slugs. He waddles. He can't. He yeah, he's got, got no um, very limited movement. So, I mean, when he's doing his um, his keep fit, I mean, how many do we see? How many sit ups he manages to do? It's not no, many, is it? No, it's not. And also, when there, he runs not across the road, to, film it, to be honest, yeah, it takes that long to do a few. But also when he runs across the road to give them the news. I mean, look how out of breath he was. And I recreated that run, and I'm no figure of a man, and I was out of breath. <laughs> and I recreated it, and I flew through that, down that hill. Ross, a fine oh, figure of you. Oh, God, here we go again. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. Um, so are you two happy with your scores on that, then? Or, or now that we've sort of, like, talked it out a little bit, would you like to maybe change them, or are you... I'd are probably you... come down a little bit lower, to be yeah, honest. I reckon 25 so. is probably a bin. I was just having a thought that I thought he could get a bit shitty to the younger kids, you know, because that's where he would have a little bit, maybe a little bit of oomph. And they do hang around with the younger kids. He's quite often with them, isn't he? Well, he is sort of... Well, that but not group, really part of yeah. the dump gang, sort of, isn't he? He is, mm. he is part of it. Um, I mean, I'm going to stick with 15. I think 15's quite a uh, a reasonable score. I don't. Well, think I'll he's come got down to fight. 20. Okay. Ross, are you going to stay where you are? I think I'll come down further. I think I'll come down to 16. Oh, I say that's a bit of a drop. Okay, right. I'll work out the average score for that in a second. Right, Peeper. 
people action. What do we think now? This, I think, is a whole Pandora's box waiting to be opened here because so he's got a bit of a... to us, Pav, exactly what you mean by people. Well, then. people is somebody that's going to... Uh, there's somebody maybe a bit of a sleaze bag or somebody that maybe is a bit of a, um, you know bit of a questionable when it comes to the bedroom i don't know why i'm doing <laughs> that with my neck but see now I, the reason that i thought that this one was going to be interesting for slugs is you've got the whole tudor rose society um story but that to me i don't think is slugs instigating that is it that's kaylee instigating that so I, again, I don't know whether you don't he know though. You don't know. Well, no, because because no, because Curtin says, wasn't it, that it's Kaylee that was sorting it all out and came up with the names and all of that sort of stuff. So yeah, I don't, well, I don't know. I mean, he it's... might still be a kinkmeister, being oh, not... very sub, very submissive. It, there. It, it, that's what I'm saying. Is is are we are we putting it, the balls in Kaylee's court, <laughs> or are we saying that it's Kurt, that it's sorry that it's. <laughs> They it's slugs that is going, okay, I'm quite happy with this. You carry on, Kaylee, and I'll just lay back or I'll just be here from behind to the tune of Greensleeve. Yeah, yeah, I reckon he'd have had a PlayStation controller in his hand. <laughs> with the doing, screen. Uh, business. <laughs> while he's doing it. <laughs> I mean, again, do we no think is, is slugs a, a contenting lover or is he just a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am? Well, I personally, I mean, uh, do you want to, do you want the ratings first? Oh yeah, let's go for the ratings. What do you think then, as a peeper? Well, I put them at eighty, genuinely 80. high, okay. because I I I see him as that sort of guy that when he's locked himself in the room, God knows what shit he's looking at on his uh, phone or his tablet or computer. I honestly reckon he delves into a whole world world of thing, and if he's not a giver, he's submissive. I bet he's a kinky one, isn't he? So you're going that he, <laughs> he is the kinkmeister then? I think he's quite kinky. I think he's Gosh. up there. Whether he's into peeping, I don't know. But, uh, you know, he's the well, one it's a, that... It's a, it's a broad term. He no, that's what I mean. specifically peeping, but... But I think he's he's a kinky sod. I, I've gone the opposite. I've gone 32. <clears throat> 32? Yeah. I think okay. it's wholesome. I think it's wholesome. I think uh, he got, Kay- he got um, Kaylee a card before the date. He's quite a sweet thing to do for someone who has no personality a Kaylee right Um, and even that Tudor I mean I forgot the Tudor Rose stuff to be honest but I do think he would have just gone along with it more than instigated yeah Um, and I think he's probably too immature in the mind to be concerned with that kind of stuff I mean the fact he there was that letter where he sort of talks about the fun in the bedroom with, Kate, with Kerry and it was just jumping on the bed and stuff uh, to, to Keisha's castle. It wasn't yeah. sexual. Um, so I think it's kind of, I think, I just think it's too wholesome and he's more interested, more interested in going out, having a laugh than. So do you think he's more sort of like child minded, like sort of the way that Kerry is a little bit? I think so. Yeah. 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 So you think he's more brave beaten into doing the 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 doggy style stuff and uh than he do, so he doesn't actually want to do it, you know. What I mean? He doesn't get any pleasure out of it. No, it wouldn't surprise me if he just dressed up as a dog for that. Right. <laughs> it's understood entirely. Do you know how doggy style works, Ross? I just thought um, Shall no I draw you, I'll, I'll draw you a draw you a diagram? You, you wouldn't mind. You don't dress up as a dog. 
Well, I mean, really? I, I, unless I'm doing it wrong. I mean, I, you know, I don't know. I'm no peeper, so I'm... Yeah, We'll find that out next week. (laughs) 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 We'll find that. Well, I've gone 60, so I've sort of gone in the middle of... in the middle of the two of you there. And there's a reason why he wears a long puffer jacket as well, isn't there? Why? Flasher. (laughs) I I don't see... No, I I don't... That is just a joke. I I certainly didn't think of that. But I just started to know, I think he's one of those young lads that... Gets a lot of kink out of his right hand. Or he might be left-handed. Okay. All right. Um, so we're going to keep the scores for that, I take it, for the for, for that one. We're all quite happy with the scores on that. Yeah. Happy with mine, yeah. That's quite a range, that is. Uh, all right, I'm going to work Ironically, out... for someone who's got no range. <laughs> <That's... Yeah. laughs> uh, right, divided by three. Oh, that doesn't... Oh, Christ, what have I done there? Right, okay. I'll work out in a second. Um, okay, so for the got range, we've got an average of 17 as a score for that one. So I think that's quite good. Uh, I'll work out the peeper in a minute. So random acts of kindness. So how kind do we think Slugs is? Neil, what was your I've score for that one? literally 45. Because I think he has kindness in him, but I also think he can be quite selfish. As he showed when Kerry went to the door to offer him a PlayStation, he was quite abrupt, wasn't he? He wasn't Oh, that's very kind. It's just I've already got one. So, yeah, I, I've put 45. I think he's got a kind heart in there, but it's not the kindest of hearts in the village. Okay, Ross? I went high. I went 85. Um, he went to effort to find out about Rob Robinson. Um, he allowed Curtin to use his garden for the gym, despite Curtin not being that friendly towards him. Um, and I mentioned it 15 times already today. We got the card for Kaylee for the date. Yeah. I just think there's a lot of kind kindness in him, and he went to efforts as well to find out who plumbed Kerry's house. Maybe is in maybe is into uh, justice um, and getting the right thing, but I don't I don't really I didn't really see too much of a deviousness to him. Um, yeah, I, so I it's think... a good point about the PlayStation. Yeah, what was your score again, Neil? 45. 45, right, okay. So I scored him as 40. But with what Ross has said, mm. if you look at it, actually, he I is think quite it, kind, isn't he? he is, because he doesn't, <laughs> ha- he doesn't have to invite uh, Kerry and Curtin to Laser Quest. Do you know what I mean? He doesn't have to run down the street and shag himself out to tell him that he knows where Rob Robinson is. There's a there's a lot of things in the series that he does that is mm. not necessarily. I mean, the one thing that he's a bit of a dick at is um, chucking the chucking the PlayStation uh, three back at at Kerry. But I think he's I think he is genuinely sort of got yeah, a, got got, heart, got, got, got a good heart. Yeah, I've forgotten I, about those other things. Yeah, so I'm sort of thinking of changing my bumping my score up a little bit on that. Well, but I'm is with it, you as well. But is he, he has got uh, that side? But it's whether or not he's kind because he wants to be kind, or he's kind because he's lazy, or like he's doing it for his own gain that he's actually getting involved and actually meeting somebody, whereas before they'd ignore him. Ah, well, he's found Rob Robinson, but not because he wants to find it because of him, but because he wants to be involved. So, so which would you say it is, Ross? 
<laughs> I mean, a true random, you know, altruism is doing stuff without reward of any mm. kind. Like no one knowing you've donated, not telling on you, anyone you've donated or whatever. But I don't know. I think he's, even if he is getting something from it, I think most people do nice stuff and do tell other people. Mm. Mm. Well, I'm still, I still will up my score. I'll up mine to 60, I think. Oh, still okay. got that element of doubt in my. Yeah, I, I actually think I'm going to change mine to 60 as well. So, um, I'm going to bring mine down to 80 from 85. <laughs> so we've talked you out of him being as kind as you think he is. We've actually made it so he's more meaner than he is. Okay. <laughs> now that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, right. We're going to go on to Cockwomble. So uh, how much of a Cockwomble do you think uh, Slugs is? See, because this is a fine line between this mm. and his, uh, his kindness. Because, again... Things like inviting Kerry and Curtin to uh, to um, Laser Quest is that him being nice, or is that him just having someone to invite so that he doesn't go by himself? Is that being a bit of a cockwomble doing something like that? Well, I suppose it would be in a way, wouldn't it? Is he money? He's raising money for charity, though, isn't he? By getting to go along to Laser Quest. Oh, is he? Mm. Is it not? I can't remember. Is it? I no, I don't bucket list so. thing, Or maybe it wasn't then. Just the bucket list, wasn't it? £10 whatever each and the coach. Um, yeah. yeah, it was just like it was on his bucket list, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, he is he, he is caught... Well, he slags off curtain, doesn't he? We find out because at the dump gang, he overhears the phone call. He said, I heard you slagging me off. It's all right, I'll slag you off as well. Yeah. Um, and he did injure Kerry in football. Yeah. So Pork... Big that's job. the note. That's the note I've made. Big job. <laughs> Did you no, big big job was the one Kerry phoned in the hospital. That's right. Pork chop. Pork chop. Because he because he he winked at him, didn't he? You just mm. see it in the corner of the screen. He winked Did at it? him. Yeah. Like so, Ronaldo. So, so that is a little bit of a cockwombly kind of thing to do. Like Ronaldo getting Rooney sent off. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He he knew that like Kerry was like in pain. And you know the biggest thing for me was he kept that secret about Takeshi's castle. All those, yeah. years, those years. That's true. That's that's quite a big cockwombly thing. So, what was your score, Ross? Uh, Forty-seven. Oh, <laughs> okay. See, I mean, I'm quite yeah, high quite on that one. <laughs> I went <laughs> seventy on that one. Did you? Well, because he's got that side, isn't he? Again, uh, with the PlayStation, and yeah, he's a bit of a dick sometimes. I went seventy-five. Wow. Which was the higher than him? How kind he was. So. Yeah, the trouble is with I think with Slugs is he's he's very much for me he feels a bit like a Jekyll and Hyde kind of thing. When he's really nice, he can be really nice, mm. but when he's a cockwomble, he's a, he's he's more cock than womble. I think. Yeah. I think he's he's definitely got a dark side where he can be a real bastard if he wants to be. Um, but again, does he does he let Curtin use his keep fit stuff? out of kindness or does he do, do it so that he's got somebody to mm. sort of hang around with i mean the only thing i'd say is that the the, the things i've just said slagging off curtain injuring kerry they're quite minor things yeah uh and he's right to slug off curtain if he's getting slagged off himself was it was it curtain i think it was um the takeshi's castle thing was more kerry's secret than slugs slug has no allegiance really to kept curtain so Again, it wasn't really something I'm that bothered by. No. 
So I didn't go too high on it. And also, I'd given quite a high random act of kindness score. And I know they're slightly different, but they, they, they I think there's an, there, there was an element of that marrying up that made my score not quite so high as. They're two, two sides of the same coin, really, aren't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The cockwomble and the, the kindness, because I think the kindness doth come with the cockwombleness. <laughs> that old ancient proverb. That old ancient yeah. Tudor proverb. <laughs> like playing green also, sleeves. Um, yeah. you, say, you say these things are quite minor, but in a small village, they, they're not always that minor, are they? They're blown out of proportion. No, I suppose not. Um, but he's no, he's no Martin. No, no, no. He's and, not. And, I, and I think that's the. Uh, I, th- I think that's. If I'm, if if you think of this as a top trump game where you've got, however many characters as cards. If you have a high slug score, and he's up against Martin, then you would assume Martin would have a higher cockwomble score than slug. And I don't want to influence any future discussions. No, no, no. no. But, you know, there's certain ones. <clears throat> that you, there almost you... is this, there's a range, isn't there? That you're almost on the spectrum of cockwombleness. Yeah. And given some of the nastiness that has been shown in the, in the program, I think Slugs is probably in the lower area of that and wouldn't compete very highly against their cockwombleness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's true because the thing is that you look at it um was it you neil that gave gave him 80 as a peeper yeah because i think he's quite up there but you would have to say that and again we're preempting what we're going to say but in then the future, already... that martin martin would be the top trumps in in, in he would, peeper, he'd be, wouldn't he? to me he'd be the hundred we're talking about it already but i've already got martin as the top level yeah okay yeah. Okay, well, I think I think. See again, it's you, Ross. You're making me want to change my score. <laughs> <laughs> I feel yeah. like I should come down a little bit on the cockwombleness because, like you say, I think when you said that he's no Martin, which it sort of puts it into perspective a little bit that the stuff that he does that would piss you off is is neither here nor there. Nicky, yeah, yeah, yeah. And really, I mean, I'd be more fearful of. I'd be more annoyed with Mandy. Martin, Len, yeah, yeah. But also, I... you've got to remember that Kerry and Curtin and that—I mean, they tolerated him, but they didn't really want him around. And we're assuming that's just because they find him. We thought they find him boring. What if he is a complete cockwomble and always causes fights or arguments? I reckon it's more that he's got had cancer and illnesses, and it's it's easier to stay away from kids like that at school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I mean, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know you, but I, but not necessarily when I'm at school. Even now, if I see somebody and I think I don't really want to talk to that person, you'll be civil to them and say hello, but you just want to move on and do something else. That that sounds really horrible, and I'm never going to say about anybody the person that or people that I know that I do that to. But in your mind, you've got people that you like to talk to, and you've got people that you think I'd rather just move on and talk to somebody else now. Yeah. And and to be fair, school kids, <clears throat> you don't want to get into... People don't want to make effort and stuff. So if there's someone at school who's different for some reason, it takes quite a brave person at school to speak to that person. The effort, they, you know, the amount of time they might need to delve into <clears throat> what their issues might be, whatever. Mm, yeah. It's easier just to stay with the crowd, uh, as sad as that is. 
that that's kids. And I think Slug just had, you know, probably a lot of time off school, as you said earlier, because of his illnesses, and therefore would have been the type of person they might have gone over to chat to because it's effort. And oh, you know, there's a load of issues outside of school. Can't be bothered to go and chat to him about it. It's easier just to. You're cha- you've changed my mind, actually, Ross. You've changed my mind. <laughs> probably am. I'm probably on there. So what? I'm going so to come down to fifty. I'm coming down to fifty as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming down to fifty. So that work. That, I mean, that's easy to work out the average of that one now. So, um, God, Ross, you should be judge, jury, and executioner. <laughs> Judge Judy and executioner, you should be. Um, right, the having a laugh um, uh, category. Now, <clears throat> I've, I've got him as quite high on this. Right, go on because, then, tell us your score. Well, I've got 70. Okay. Mainly because of the fact that I think he he looks like... You've got to look at like the, the Grease Knight. Um, Threw himself into it. Exactly, and you look at so- Sophie so wants Curtin to be like slugs you know he's making an effort he's having fun he's getting up there he's having a dance he's all fully dressed so he's not he's not shy that you know like you say throwing yourself into it but Mm. there's one thing that ross pointed out earlier is that because um kaylee's making him do it not if not if you see the way that he's walking down that street he's loving it (laughs) isn't he he's he's literally pulling kerry into the the grease night he's he's all you need is like I know it is Greece, not Saturday Night Fever, but the Saturday Night Fever music playing while he's walking down that street. Would have been perfect, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah, I do think she. I do think he had to pull her in though because she was struggling on those heels. She was struggling on those heels, but then you also know that when they that they get back and get back to his place or whatever, and God knows what kind of stuff was going on early in the relationship as well. He's quite a mover. Yeah, indeed, Physically. indeed, indeed. So I think I think he you know he enjoys having a laugh so i had gonna, 74 I, 74 okay that's a good score um and again what's your reasons for that um laser quest Takishi's castle um and uh yeah the grease night okay right. neil what's your score the 45 45 yeah i think he likes to laugh but he's like i said i i always think of him as one of these people that would quite happily be on his own um he's used to it you know he wants to be part of the crew but isn't and he'll have a laugh when it's available hence 45 but i don't see him actively going out there to get a laugh or to join in otherwise if he was that sort of person kerry and Curtin would probably want a lot more to do with him Interesting. He is in the dump gang as well, though, isn't he? <clears throat> um, yeah. Despite Kerry's sort of antipathy towards him, yeah, he's quite happy to have him in the group. Yeah, so I mean, she wasn't happy because he wasn't an official member, was he? When we got to the the GMVQ episode, he was sort of. But I think it's like you say, he seems to get on okay with people that you see. Yeah. I mean, even when he dobs Levi in for plumbing in the house, there's no sort of repercussions. Well, there doesn't seem to be any repercussions on him. Mm. We, I mean, obviously, we don't really see it, but from what we see, it doesn't seem, you know, everybody else is chatting to him in the dump gang anyway. So apart from Kerry and Curtin, does anybody ever say anything about it? Well, I suppose Martin does, go and knock that drink out of that girl's hand. 
Um, does anybody else say anything? I, think well, I was just thinking that. Vicar does, obviously, with the letter saying that Slice yeah. has passed away. Yeah. Like the cool Mandy ever referring to him. I would think their paths wouldn't cross or very much. No. No. The only times I think it, it, it is when... I think in Rob, Rob for Rob Robinson when when Kerry is saying I'll oh, get Rob Robinson right. No, is it Slugs? Uh, sorry, Curtin calls Slugs to get him round to talk to him about Rob Robinson, and Kerry's going, no, 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 don't bring him round. He'll, he'll never leave. Yeah. So whenever Kerry and Curtin are talking about him, it seems to always be in, in a negative sort of note. Yeah. But um, well, I don't know. I mean, that's why that's why uh, that's why I scored forty five. Is he's game to have a laugh <clears> when it's there, but he's not somebody that I would say would actively go out there to have a laugh. Does that make sense? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I, I disagree, I think. I... That's quite a good point about him coming around. For the, I forgot about that. When he comes around to help them out with working out who Rob Robinson is, he's, then, he's there in a flash. It, yeah. Mm. And I think perhaps there is a, a theme, a thread for this, where he is seeking acceptance by Kerry and Curtin or friends generally. Yeah. They so will do pretty much anything it takes to be involved. And I, to me, that's the story of his life. All through school, he, he's wanted that acceptance and probably the illness and his ill childhood took, took it away from him a lot. So but would, wouldn't it be in a small village? There's only going to be one gang in a small village, isn't there? Oh, I don't know. So... I grew up in a small village and there was always a few pocketed around. Yeah, but that's because you joined the gang and then they split up. So you then you joined <laughs> another gang because no one ever wanted you in the gang. You were slugs in your no, village. Yeah. <laughs> I never joined the gangs. They're always too terrifying for me in a village. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's yeah. <laughs> too terrifying. What were they yeah. doing? What were they doing in the village? Oh, hanging around at the bus stop. <laughs> oh, that was it, was it? Yeah, pretty much. No, but what I'm saying is there'll be more kids and they'll have their own little gang. It's probably that, you know, Kerry thinks her dump gang is the hard gang. Do you know what I mean? And, and they, they're they the ones that are in charge. So you don't see any of the other kids, do you? But, you know, you've seen the size of that their village on the camera. So it's not going to be, there's going to be a lot of people there. It's going to be quite a big village, isn't it? Okay. So, so where do you think, what do you think his slugs is standing in the village? Then if you're just walking around and you see slugs, what that do you think? Would... Kid. Is that what you think? Yeah. Ross? That'll be the kid. Oh, we survived this and he did that. Isn't it? <clears throat> yeah. Not the one you go over to speak to. Right. Okay. Do you, and do you think a lot of do you think people would know a lot about what has gone on with him, or would it just be oh, there's that like kid? Yeah, I think so. Out? They'd have known. Yeah, in the, yeah, in the village, you a, would. Yeah, definitely. I fell out of a bus in 1994, and <laughs> can we can we rewind? You fell out of a bus? Was it a public bus? Was it a school? Yeah, bus? it was a, was a double decker bus. Double double decker bus. I was in year eight on the way home. I played in the chess tournament. Um, against uh, the, there was a girl called Natasha Condon, who was the daughter of the head of the Metropolitan Police at the time, Sir Paul. <laughs> and I played her, and I and um, had that game. We had to replay it because I deliberately made made it ending a stalemate. Got on the bus and went from school that day. Um, replay was the next day, 
And while I was on the bus, these kids were kicking my football upstairs on the upper deck. And it rolled down the stairs and it was hot. So the driver had the doors open, all rolled out down the hill. So I, I said, can we stop and get the ball? And he said, we're coming up to the stop in a bit. You can get off there. And then I just woke up in hospital about a day later. <laughs> oh, crap. And I smashed my face on my cheek on the corner of the curb. Ooh. Oh, my Lord. So did you jump out or did someone throw you out? No, okay. I, I d- definitely didn't jump. I'm not uh, a twat. <laughs> um, and, um, and I didn't fall out. I, I, uh, I must have just fallen out. I didn't uh, get thrown out or anything like that. But for ages, I was just known at school as the kid who fell out the bu- who jumped out the bus. And it, these rumours, I, I apparently jumped out the tiny little window at the top of the top deck. <laughs> to be fair, a, to be fair, mate, you get through with your the hips that you've got. You get through. That's famous for it. That's definite the school story. That yeah, I can. Yeah, see that's it. it. And they they knew me um, because I was the kid who jumped out of the bus. But um, but that was it. That was the reason. So I think slugs would have been known about, but as the kid who had cancer. Yeah. And then, do you, do, so do you think that the legend then would have been added on and added on? about slugs so, you know there would have been other things added on to that whole story Probably about his illnesses mm. people would have said oh he did this or he did that just people always know. do don't they i don't know um, for me i think elaborate you have to you have to you have to have a good second album um to, <laughs> and i didn't i just fell out the bus i was just literally only thing i did was fall out the bus so when people were like oh it's that kid who fell out the bus has he done anything since no nothing rubbish <laughs> And uh, so I never became popular. If, if I'd have done something else, I don't know, whatever. Gone and jumped out of a train or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, uh, then Ross, I might have been popular. But... Ross, when you write your autobiography, if the first line isn't, I jumped out of a bus once, that should be the opening line of your book. It's got to be. Fell out of the bus. Fell out of the Sorry, bus. Sorry, fell make out of make, make that clear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, and see i thought i knew everything about you ross i really thought i knew everything that there was to know that's a new one that's a new one that we can add to the uh the legend of ross carpenter (laughs) um so we're all happy with the scores on that then are we we've got quite a few got a range on that one as well so 45 from um neil 70 from me and 74 from ross yeah i'm happy yeah i'm happy with mine so you're happy with those right okay so we've got our five scores um we've got so got range has ended up with an average of 17 which i think is quite fair mm-hmm. uh for peeper we've got 57 random acts of kindness we've got 67 cock wombat we have 48 and having a laugh we have 63 so that's quite a, i think that's quite a, a reasonable set yeah. of scores there i think for the first yeah. one for slugs i'd be intrigued to see what people come back and say you know yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, it's it's going to I mean, I think just discussing them. When you when I was you know, sat on the toilet writing my own scores out for this, you sort of have in your mind the reasons why. And then it's interesting when you start talking to people and start chatting it out just how different your your mind goes. So, it's been uh, it's been quite therapeutic, I think. Yeah. Um so final words on slugs. Um obviously it ended very very sadly um and with all the stuff that we've said about the the legend of of slugs and what we all think people in the village would have thought of 
slugs. Once he passed away in the village, do you think people's minds would have been different about the person, or do you think it would have been they would have just kept with the same <clears throat> sort of ideas? I think the same sort of ideas. We had a a lad who died in a um a motorbike crash. wasn't overly popular. wasn't not popular. He was just one of the lads around here, and it sounds awful but time moves on doesn't it it doesn't start we all mourned for a couple of weeks and then it was just back to life as normal mm. it's, it, you know he was almost he's he's not forgotten but he was almost forgotten at school and i don't mean that to sound any way horrible it was just we were living our lives at the time of being used and i think that was probably what happened with slugs in the village mm. as sad as it may be how old was Slugs when he died, though, in the show? He was, I mean, Kerry, uh, sorry, Kaylee said she likes a man who drives. We know they were driving age. They did a driving lesson in Series 3. I'm guessing that was probably later than the, you know, being allowed to drive at 17. So I'm mm-hmm. guessing they're already 18, 19, maybe 20. Well, we've always, I've always sort of had them in mid-20s in my head. Older than what they, you know, doing things younger than what their actual age is. Yeah, I would have said early twenties, <clears throat> late maybe not necessarily teens, but I would have said definitely early twenties. Oh, of course, yeah, because if you were born mid eighties, yeah, you'd have been even thirties, but yeah, perhaps pitch slightly younger than that. Yeah, I would have said he was in his twenties. Now that's at yeah. the point, you know, when you when you get to that age, you've left school, people start to mature, and then the people at school who are popular tend to then stay where they are in the same village in if you <laughs> city like I did. And you go back and you you find they've not moved on at all with their lives and you feel you've you've actually grown as a person. Um but that maturity starts creeping in and people who you didn't speak to at school start to become people you do speak to or you would you find actually they have got something more to them than just this legend from their childhood. Hmm. Had Slugs got to that point though. Yeah, yeah I think I... it was a kindness. I think there was more of a sadness about him passing then because they, they were really quite hurt by it in the episode. yeah um i mean i was talking about the village in general not just kerry and curtain i, I think they'll sure. kerry will probably <clears> take <throat> it personally and be there for well not take it personally but she'll be upset for a long time to come i think it probably would hit her for six because she probably hasn't lost that many people no no but despite then, not liking him yeah, yeah i think it would have they realizes he feels that he makes a there's a hole there now where he's not, mm. even if that's the butt of the joke or whatever that's lacking. Yeah. I think it's also, they put on a bravado that they don't like him, especially in the first episode. Um, and also the second episode with, with Rob Robinson, but maybe they did like him. Maybe he was a mate. And once he's gone, they haven't got that person that they can go, no oh, fucking at his slugs again. Once he's, yeah, yeah. Once he's gone, <clears throat> they realize that actually, he was a pretty good mate. He was actually one of our best mates, you know, in in the village. And, uh, you know, you don't know what you got until it's gone. No, exactly. But that's Kerry and Curtin. So you said in the village as a whole, would he be missed? In know? the village as a whole, I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. But, you know, because it depends on whether it's a tight-knit village or whether it's not. Because the one thing about the village in the show, you've got a lot of range of ages. And mm-hmm. I don't think, I think a lot of the older people stick with the old people and the young people stick with the young people so i don't think there's quite a a, a mass community i think you've got the people that go to bowls they all congregate together and i don't think they let young people in there it's quite an old 
section of people the same with people that do although saying that uh, you know harvest they've got young people involved in that so that shoots my whole theory right up the ass so maybe i should just be quiet well i suppose the size of northlich is really quite small isn't it and despite the fact that they go out to the bowls club and as you say there is uh sort of grouping in age groups which is i suppose natural i think there's a it's small enough that have still been quite big news in the village. Yeah. Particularly with the vicar being as sad about it as he was. Mm. People like Martin and Mandy wouldn't have known who he was, but... Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. But but the others think you probably, he still would have been seen around. It would have got out, you know, generally that this died. Yeah. And not a kid, actually, a young adult. Yeah. Um, but... But but again, you know, any whether a small village or not, if you don't know someone, you don't know them. So unless you are, you know, a bastion of the community and you run a group or you help young kids or whatever, um, you're not going to be known. So probably there would be no reason for the village as a whole to to mourn him. Mm. You didn't mm. know of him. Fair point. Yeah. Fair point. Anything else to say, chaps? I don't think so. <laughs> I was no. just looking at my notes. <laughs> no, we all good. Yeah. I just wonder why Slug never ever went to the keepers as an adult. Maybe he didn't drink, couldn't drink because of Kerry. I mean, Kerry probably doesn't go there because of her dad. Kerry, Kerry was there at the the wake. At the wake, yeah. No, sorry, at the wake for Ray. Sorry, uh, yeah. Ray, Ray Mucklow. She was there then, so she has she has been there. I mean, look. I, Maybe Slugs went there, got absolutely pissed, and just I don't know, shot in the corner, and 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 just decided, you know, he just got yeah. so rass that they ended up barring him for life. Or maybe he just, as you said, he likes to go home after school. Just oh, well, it's school. He's an adult. Uh, go home and just get on the computer, go in his room, and shut himself away. Yeah, I was going to say, or come muck around with kids. Like, come on, let's go and have a pint. Yeah. <laughs> He'd okay. rather be, he'd rather me... be uh, setting up Kerry to get a broken leg than go down the keepers for a pint. Yeah. To me. After Ross yeah. says that, I'm going to change my peeper score to 100. <laughs> <laughs> if that's the case. Okay, so we've got some good scores there. Yeah. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, what the actual fuckers, it's over to you now. You need to give us your scores for the different categories got range peeper random acts of kindness cock womble and having a laugh so you can email us uh what's the email neil it is uh wtaf this country at hotmail.com that's it or you can message us on facebook twitter or instagram uh at this country pod there you go i knew i got it uh yeah so what we will do at the start of next week's episode we will go through the official card scores once i've sorted them all out and equated them and what would you call it uh, ross what is it when you bring all the scores amalgamated that'll do collate is that another one collate's a good word collect and collate all the data and we'll have the actual official scores uh and once we finish this that's great see that's why ross is the taskmaster (laughs) that's why ross is a taskmaster and once we've done all i think we've got 32 episodes of these i've got 32 different characters uh we're then going to try and get some of these sets of top trumps made up 
and um, give them away or sell them or or whatever. Uh, and we're going to try and see if we can put one in a frame uh, for Ross because Ross is going to be one of our guests that is actually going to have his own card. <laughs> um, and next week it's going to be Ross's card. Uh, we are going to be discussing Ross's story. We're going to be discussing Ross's, and it's going to be so much fun uh, <laughs> with another with another Dump Gang Facebook admin, Amy. Uh, uh, oh, Good, Ross, I, I this. Ross is really looking forward to it. So we'll yeah. give you the scores for Slugs at the start of next week's episode. So don't forget to get all your scores into us. Um, Ross, thank you so much. No, it's my pleasure. Thanks very much for having me again. Do you want to oh, give the you, Facebook Ross. page a bit of a shout out? Yeah, if you are a fan of uh, this country and uh, you're not in the Dump Gang, you probably are though, but if you aren't, then it's uh, facebook.com forward slash the Dump Gang. Um, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we also have a fan-made product one. If you make uh, any products that have uh, Dump Gang imagery, then you can go to the Dump Gang uh, sister page, which is Dump Gang fan-made products and you can uh, advertise your stuff there awesome well thank you very much for joining us ross for this first of a brand new series oh my pleasure thank um, you um that was loads of fun um i think it sort of worked <laughs> i think <laughs> it was good it was oh well thank you neil thank you for your seal of approval. <laughs> thank you well, thank you very much again neil thank you very much neil for taking part as well it's nice thank to you see very you. much pal thank you thank you very much ross Thanks very much. Thank you very much, everyone, and go and get plumbed, you fuckers. Scarecrow Festival is like the most important day of the year. Daft cow? This is just ridiculous. What the actual fuck? Hi, I'm Pav. I'm Neil. We're here to tell you about our new exciting project, the Top 10 of Anything podcast. Phenomenal. That's right, Neil. We grab a guest or two, pick a subject, then bring our own Top 10s to the pod. Yes. It could be Top 10 scary movies, Top 10 swear words, Top 10 breakfast foods, anything. Oh, you saucy devil. Indeed, Neil. Our first episode will be online very soon, so subscribe on all your usual podcast platforms so you don't miss it. Yes. The Top 10 of Anything podcast. Let's begin the countdown. Phenomenal. Phenomenal.